0: What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. I'm Corey. I'm Alex. And today, who do we have, wife?
1: Yeah, that's really loud. Sorry. <laughs> um, we have Emily Hazel. Yep, you said it right. I got it. Good. Um, Emily is a health and life coach yoga teacher and universal health principles based in Brooklyn New York in addition to the work she does with her own clients and under her own brand she is the director of content and programs for best-selling author coach and wellness expert Robin Euclis. Emily believes that being healthy and happy is a lot more than just eating kale and quinoa I love that it is more about creating practices in your daily life that nurtures your mind body and spirit. Welcome, Emily.
0: Welcome, Emily. Thanks for having are you? me. Oh, what's going on? What's going
1: on?
2: You guys are fun. Oh, all
1: right. <laughs> we try, yeah, we so try, we try. <laughs> this has uh, so been this is a long our... time coming. Yeah, I'm so happy.
2: I remember when you first started, and you were like, You're, "I'm." You have to be a guest. And I was like, okay. And now, like, what? 27 episodes later, yeah. 30 episodes later. Here
1: we are. It's we killing
0: it. It's a, it's a real thing. It's been so fun. And it's nice to meet you for the first time. I I've heard a lot about you. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, diving in.
1: Yeah. Cool. Sure. Well, let's uh, start off with Wednesday Wisdom.
0: Uh, Wednesday Wisdom. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll go first. Okay. I've got I've got some really good stuff this week. I'm okay. excited. Okay. Um, I have two things um my generous wife has gifted me her plus one at core power yoga, <laughs> and man, I should say men or dudes, if you wanna be humbled, go into a core power yoga class because yeah. holy shit, number one, everyone is more beautiful than you, <laughs> and number two, every single girl in that class is a hundred percent stronger than you are, like without a doubt, I am always the weakest dude. I'm using no to like two pound weights. <laughs> humble yourself (laughs) um but like on a bigger scale uh i haven't been uh super active recently i've been like nursing some injuries and i've always been like a crossfit guy um but humbling myself in yoga has been really great for like my mental state being like it's okay to like rebuild my body and like Mm -hmm. be okay with not taking care of it like now you are and being mindful yeah and then the second part of that was i found myself saying during sculpt how your feelings are irrelevant like if you want to mm-hmm. go to the gym, how you feel about going to the gym doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. How you feel is irrelevant. Go do the thing. You know you're gonna feel better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is way like easier it. said than done. But yeah. That's, that's my Wednesday wisdom. Yeah.
1: But I think what I heard you say earlier when we were talking about this is that you're not making excuses or what do you say you were not sweeping your injuries under the rug. Yeah. Like whereas I was paying attention. I think and I think that's also injuries. the environment of CrossFit. It's like mm-hmm. wow well, we go hard and it doesn't matter.
0: Well, I also played ice hockey. Like for a very long time okay. at a high level, so my body is a little is not the same We've as taken some, some, yeah, paintings. for sure. Yeah. So
1: that's
2: great.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it.
2: great. Yeah, it's interesting because there's a lot of talk, especially in the wellness world, about going with your feelings, and you know, I think it's a good conversation that we're having these mm-hmm. days about like being more um, loving to ourselves and yeah. more gentle with ourselves. But sometimes you need to like. Just get yourself there, yeah, and stop having the full conversation. Just like go, yeah. <laughs> How you feel
0: is irrelevant. I just How you love you feel that. It's irrelevant, that. Like, or your feelings are irrelevant. I was like, I, I gotta find out who said that because I want to give them credit. But yeah, that's
2: it. I don't know if anybody can take credit for that. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of like a blanket statement. Very true. It's very true. Um,
1: you want to go next? <laughs> no, you can go next. I have okay. to think of my wisdom thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, well, I. Also have two. One is I started taking CBD oil. Hey! Because I'm a huge fan of
0: cannabis, but continue.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think I am. (laughs) Um in one of our rock star calls, we had a guest teacher. Sorry. We had a guest teacher and she talked all about CBD oil. And I had, you know, it's very popular right now in the wellness world, but I'd never thought to try it. And I love it. Yeah, I feel like, I was telling you, I feel like it takes the crazy New Yorker out of me. Mm, Like, when I'm walking mm -hmm. down the street to the subway, I'm not trying to move at the speed of sound or the speed of light. I'm just walking. And the other day, I had a thought, like, I'm probably going to miss my train. Eh, Whatever. (laughs) And I really feel like the CBD oil just kind of takes a little bit of the edge off.
0: I will... First of all, it's so cool that to, to hear you say that, but uh, it's so interesting because you also said something about it this week where you were like it d- doesn't get you don't get the caffeine jitters.
1: Mm. I don't think I ever get caffeine no? jitters. Did I say that?
0: Yeah, you said that it kind of takes the edge off and I was oh, like it does it, take the It does like,
1: take the edge so off. So you can
0: have the same great mental clarity with yeah. the caffeine mm. without that like Physical. I mean for me just like yeah. you know.
1: Yeah, like, I think cuz I don't drink coffee like I don't do you ever feel that way with matcha?
2: Actually I mean I get I have the caffeine on matcha before <laughs> Jitters big time from yeah. coffee and I think that the CBD helps you like it really gets into your body yeah, yeah. which helps because a lot of times you feel coffee like totally. in your, I feel like I feel matcha more in my mind it helps me with the clarity and alertness yeah. and coffee is more in my body and it's like mm. it's that gentle or yeah. uh, slippery slope
0: Dude, totally.
1: Yeah, I don't like the taste of coffee, so I don't. That's why I don't drink it. Lucky you. Um, yeah, <laughs> I
2: love the taste of too. And I'm <laughs> like, I know this doesn't make me feel good, but, <laughs> but even with good. decaf. Yeah. But then it's like, what's the point of drinking it? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> yeah. It's. I like the taste. I, yeah, I'm I'm,
0: I'm on board with you. I'll yeah. drink it all day. Yeah. So I have decaf at home. Nice. Because if I go out, I'll have it. But decaf, I'll drink too much of it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's a great tip. Yeah. I, I can't CBD. wait for you to try marijuana one of these days. <laughs> I've never smoked. <laughs> she's never, cool. she's never yeah, been high.
1: I just don't, I just don't have interest in it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say. Oh, and I really want to try. I almost bought it today. Um, like a CBD bomb, or like I was
2: looking at one. They had a roll on See, to I put like on my
0: muscles. See, I Though I don't buy no, into that. No, you know what? You know what?
2: I thought the same, but then. This past week, I slept over at somebody's house and I used their CBD bomb, Robin. If you're listening, I used a little of your CBD <laughs> bomb, um, and it felt it felt good. Okay. I mean, I just like a like a it, muscle relaxer. Yeah, I've been having a little bit of pain in my um, shoulder, and so I rubbed it there, and it felt good. Cool. And then also, if you go to like a place where they sell it, sometimes they let you try it. And I did that yeah. yesterday and I felt the same. So I was like, hmm, maybe I need to like incorporate this more regularly. Because yeah. I was kind of like, how can it really do that much? But your skin is your largest organ. That's true. Yeah. And things are really rapidly absorbed that way. So it yeah. makes sense. Yeah, cool. I'm into it.
0: Very cool. Yeah. My sister's also into it. Yeah, we went to we went to uh, Butcher's Daughter, no, and they're not so good. Yeah, I tried it for the first CBD time. CBD shots in your oh, coffee they give shots in not the- like well, sh- they, like, drops. They just, like oh cool. Put and my sister coffee. had it, and immediately she was like, "I need a vial of this right now." And the guy's <laughs> like, "You can go buy it down the street." And she's like, "Oh my
2: god, <laughs> <laughs> we have to go right now." Again. So yeah, isn't yeah. it interesting how like kind of almost addictive like that state of calm or like relaxation can be especially for those of us that live in a city where it feels like no matter how much yoga you do or mindfulness or meditation or whatever your self-care practice is it's like we still are on that edge yeah um Mm -hmm. we almost need something like a drug I mean it's a it's an herb it's a it's something from from nature but we need that in order to calm down yeah Yeah, I
1: was thinking about that the other day I'm like this is really nice but I really wish I could have this on my this feeling on my own and not ha- looking for and because then I thought is this going to be it's something it's I have now. every single mm, day mm-hmm. like yeah. but then am I using it as a crutch if I use it every single I don't think I so. haven't had it every single day since I've had since I got the bottle. You're not catatonic but... on
0: it. You're yeah. like productive and you feel. I mean, I feel creative and I'm always chasing the creative eye. So you yeah. know, yeah.
1: yeah, keep
2: experimenting. There you go. Anyway.
1: Yeah.
0: What about you? you? What's your us? Wednesday <laughs> wisdom? Okay. My, well,
2: my wellness Wednesday. What is it? Wednesday, Wednesday wisdom. wisdom. Wednesday wisdom. Um, I'll just share something that's been helpful for me recently or just that I've been having an aha moment around. Um, and that's just being around people that are older. Oh. <laughs> Which is so... And not like, you know, my grandmother is is 96 years old. I spent some time with her. That was amazing. I also study under a yoga teacher who's in her 60s. And it's been so incredible to be around these people that have more, not only have more life experience, but they just have a little bit, they have a totally different perspective. Maybe it's from life experience. Maybe it's just from, they're from a different age, but I feel like our generation is kind of run 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 Mm -hmm. especially in a city we tend to like be around a lot of people our own age we're all entrepreneurs we're around a lot of entrepreneurs Everybody who's highly motivated kind of like I want this yesterday yeah and talking about going into that space of like oh relax it's all okay I am enough there's enough time yeah it's nice to be around people who who embody that a little bit more. So I'm leaning into that. That's
0: really cool. That's a great piece of advice. I mean, we have so much to learn. We think we know everything.
2: (laughs) We think we know everything. And also, this is something I have. So I'm a coach, um, like Alex mentioned, and both health, life, and I've been doing a little bit more coaching for coaches, for new coaches, Mm -hmm. health coaches, life coaches, wellness coaches, people that want to do this. And I hear a lot of people come in, and maybe they just got out of their coaching program or they've been doing this for like a year and they're like I want to grow my business and I want to like do all these things and you know I I feel that too I've been doing this for three and a half years um I still feel new and I my advice is like honor that there you can you can be great at what you do one year out six months out whatever but there is so much more training and wisdom Mm -hmm. and just like learning that we have Mm -hmm. um that I think a lot of people just skip over they're like oh I should be an expert at this I should be the person that's on the tv show or um having my own podcast or whatever it is but it's like no if you just started out at a law firm you wouldn't be partner right away yeah you wouldn't be talking with clients you'd be kind of doing the the grunt work yeah and not saying that we have to all like follow whatever path but I guess my piece of advice there is like having some patience and really um refining your craft, whatever that is.
0: That's such a good piece of advice. Yeah. Everyone wants to be an expert, no one wants to put in the time to become an expert. Yeah. That's or really admit great. that
2: they're a student. Especially when you're in a role where you want to be a leader or a coach. We're like, well, I have to know it all. But actually like no one knows it all. Yeah. And like <laughs> some of the best Wait, coach. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so some of the best um yeah. I don't know coaches and people that I work with have been doing it for a while and have had their own mentors and trained for, you know, I was, I took this workshop with this woman who does Chinese medicine and she was saying she trained under her teacher for 20 years before she actually like started publishing. That's some Shaolin shit. I mean, that was intense. (laughs) Some Shaolin shit. I'm not going to go do 20 years, but like. Yeah. I was
0: like, wow. 20 years. Yeah. Damn. I mean, if that's the barrier to entry. She's probably really good at, med- like, medicine, Yeah, you know? Yeah. It's a and lot now to learn. she's,
2: like, you know, well, she's an author, and she's, like, getting paid to speak and do all these high-power things. But she put in the time.
0: That's so key. So key. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Great. Um, all right. Well, Lots of wisdom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much wisdom. For real. For
1: real. Um, so as you mentioned, you're a coach, but you haven't always been a coach. So no. can you kind of talk us, through how you got to be where you are today.
2: Totally. So I'll kind of go through like short version Mm -hmm. because with anyone's story, and even if it is just five, ten years, like there's a million different points along the way where where something, you know, triggered something else and led to something else. Um, For me, what, what really or where my like journey really started, I think, was in college. I started having these terrible stomach aches. In the first one happened, my mom was actually visiting me and she almost took me to the emergency room. Like oh she n- never seen me like that. And, you know, after that passed, I, I think I kind of brushed it off. But it did start this exploration into, I mean, this was my first year of college. I was probably drinking too much, eating too much crap, <laughs> staying up too late, working too hard and not taking care of myself. And so this started like just a little bit more inquiry into like how I could take care of myself, mm-hmm. even as a college student. Yeah, running, going, you know, exploring maybe yoga or pilates, eating healthier food, that continued into. So I went to school for business, um, graduated with a degree in account. Well, in my school it was commerce, um, and went on immediately to work for a big four public accounting firm as a CPA, an accountant, um, and that was great. And worked there for a few years, but slowly, you know, I got more into the health and wellness as a way to manage that fast-paced, very stressful Mm. job. And I started to see that I was able to... I was a high performer. I mean, maybe this is because I'm more of a perfectionist type A, whatever. (laughs) We can go down that in a different question, but... I'll
0: psychoanalyze that Oh, yeah.
2: (laughs) But like, I was a high performer and I could see that I was at least focused and able to like show up and then also feel better about my work because I was holding these boundaries. I was taking care of myself. I wasn't, like, reaching for the Diet Coke or, like, you know, having my sixth cup of coffee in the afternoon. And pretty soon I realized, I mean, after a few years in that job, I realized that wasn't my passion. Mm -hmm. And people started asking me more about health and wellness. And I was like, well, can I make this a career? Like, (laughs) is it possible to – to just give people advice and talk about things that I like to talk about as a career. And so that led me to health coaching. I'd done my yoga certification um, while I was still at my corporate job. I then enrolled in the Institute for Integrative Nutrition and did that again while I was still at my corporate job working. Is that working like a, a
0: culinary while. center? Sorry.
2: No, the Institute for Integrative Nutrition is... You heard me talk about it. Oh, yeah, because um, yeah, I have yeah. thought about doing it. Yeah. you haven't done it
1: Why do, I thought that you had because I feel like now like it
0: now you know too much <laughs> well
1: no not <laughs> yeah. not that because you can never not learn en- yeah. enough but it, kind of I'm like what would I gain from it and I know that mm-hmm. I would gain something from it that's, but I don't want to do two things at once yeah you're because I'm in a lot grad school I'm in grad school right now I mean the, I the don't odds that think they
0: I, do two I mean uh, yeah once, I, I, anyways yeah she she would be great there yeah. if she wanted to go
1: So the
2: Institute for Integrative Nutrition is the world's largest nutrition school. Okay. It's an online health coach training program. So you learn how to be a health coach. You learn all about a healthy lifestyle. And that's not just food. It's, you know, kind of what you read in my bio that there's so much more than just what you eat that makes you a healthy person. So... I like to explain it to people that in the program, in the health coach training program, yes, you get the information. You learn about different greens and mm-hmm. healthy fats, and like what makes up a about a healthy diet. And they introduce you to a number of different dietary theories because not the same the same thing doesn't work for everyone. Sure. Yeah, and then they also teach you how to be a coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, so how to have a conversation with someone, how to hold space, how to help them change their habits and they teach you how to launch your health coaching business. So there's a bunch of things that I learned in this program. And when I graduated, I decided to leave my corporate job. Mm-hmm. Um, in, so you did
0: it at the same time.
2: Yeah. So I did the, the health coach training program. I, and while I was still it's all working, no, I know yeah. it's just
0: impressive. Yeah. It's yeah. Just impressive.
2: Yeah. It was, it was a lot. Yeah. And now looking back, I'm like, wow, Em, good job. You
0: know, like, yeah. Brush
2: your shoulder off. But like, <laughs> yeah. And then I, for me, a lot of, I get a question a lot. And I know this was something that you had too on, on the little like podcast questions mm-hmm. that you sent over. Um, was like, how did I know when it was time? Or like, how did I actually make the leap? And this was just like enrolling in iron was just like, It was a gut instinct. It was just something I knew I had to do. There was a moment. It was during um, IAN does these annual live conferences. I was there with all these other health coaches, and I just knew. I was like, I have to leave because this job. I mean, I worked for KPMG, which is one of the big four uh, public accounting firms. the The job wasn't nine to five. You know, it wasn't in my mind doing that. And I was also teaching a little yoga at the time. It wasn't possible for me to build my business as well as um, do these things. So I was like, okay, I have some savings. I'm just going to quit. And that's what I did. <laughs> and awesome. that was Love it. three <laughs> and a half years ago.
0: That's so cool. Yeah. That's so cool.
1: Wow. I didn't realize that. I mean, three and a half years ago is not very long. It's like,
2: not very it- long, but also I say, and we'll get to this in, in a moment, is my, <laughs> my experience is a little bit, I mean, three and a half years is, is a lot and it's not a lot. Yeah. But I think that my experience has almost doubled because I have been able to work under someone who's been in the yeah. business for almost a decade yeah. and learn from her and coach clients and he, and learn how she coaches clients. Yeah. um. So I'm like, it's like I've been a health coach for seven years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which some people might not agree with. But I do feel that, and, and you know, you probably see this too, is when you have someone that you can work under and... and Mentor. Yeah. Be, yeah, be mentored by and... Just learn from the your experience mm-hmm. multiplies. It doesn't matter. I remember when I was do, in my yoga teacher training, they're like, it doesn't matter how long you teach yoga because you could teach you could be teaching for a year and only teach one class a week, and so you're only really getting that much experience. Mm-hmm. But if you teach ten classes a week for a yeah. year, it's it's ten times as much.
0: Yeah. Do you, do you think I'm gonna go off topic just real quick? Love about, um, Do you think that like with the internet and the fact that you can like read everything that the uptake of information is different than like being mentored by someone else. Like how important is like physical communication and discussion with the mentor versus like what you can just read
2: online because I, I think it- it's it's priceless okay yeah I, would I mean agree with there's that. everything is online and also you can there's two parts to that. all the information is online, but there's not necessarily like online like what do you do in this difficult situation when your client comes to you and you're worried about this or you don't know how to approach them? Or like, I think that it's it's very beneficial to have someone who who's been in the business. Not only because you can get real-time feedback and something that's more... Right just for you, but also you have all of their experience. Yeah. And while the internet is a great place, it can also be very conflicting. Sure. And if you have someone that you trust, it takes a little bit of that, like, mind chatter out of it. Like, <laughs> oh, chat. should I trust WebMD about this, like, <laughs> bump on my arm? Or should I, you know, yeah. just ignore it? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Very cool. Um,
1: Can you real quick talk about how you got to work for Robin because yeah. I think it's so cool. Totally. yeah. No, I get this question all the time. So
2: for those of you listening who um, don't know, Robin Euclid yeah. is a... I've
1: talked about her yeah. quite often, but go Health ahead.
2: coach, uh, wellness expert, author of two best-selling books. She's had her own um, TV. She was a TV host. She speaks um, and she was... She's also a teacher at the Institute for Integrative Nutrition. There's one lecture throughout the program that she teaches. And I just remember, I I think that from that lecture, I found her. I signed up for her newsletter list. At the time, Instagram wasn't really a big thing, but I might have followed her on Instagram. Remember when Instagram wasn't a big thing? I remember. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was great. Yeah. (laughs) And I just, I, I remember reading everything that she sent and just really resonating with it. Mm-hmm. And just feeling like I really, you know, this this woman, I like jive with this woman. Mm-hmm. And so I left my corporate job and I, I launched my health coaching business. I started taking clients. I was teaching yoga, doing workshops, doing all these things. And after about, I don't know, like two or three months, like things were going well. My clients were seeing great results. I was, you know, building up my yoga classes. It was going well, but also like I lived in New York City and it wasn't go- moving fast enough to, yeah. like, keep up with the pace of, like, New York City life, mm-hmm. i.e. paying my rent, mm-hmm. and which is a real thing. Um, and also, I was feeling that, like, missing connection of, like, a mentor. Yeah. yeah. Like, I felt like I, I wanted someone to learn from. I had, like, done the things that school had told me to do, but I wasn't sure where to go from there. Right. So I decided to, I was like, okay, I'm going to get a bridge job, which you know, if anybody's done B-School, Marie Forleo's B-School, they talk a lot about bridge job. It's like something that kind of takes you from one career to another. It can Mm -hmm. be related in the field that you want to go to or or not. And I thought, what would be the the best possible situation? I would and I would work in my mind, it would be I'd work for someone where who's a health coach doing the things that I wanted to do, learn from them, and be able to, like, simultaneously grow my own business right. or my blog or whatever yeah. I wanted to do. And so the first person that I reached out to was Robin. And from there, I, I think I, like, had to follow up with her a few times. I just cold called emailed her. I was like, hi, I'm an IIN grad and I really, you know, I just am like, you're, basically I'm your biggest fan. Like, do you have any <laughs> space on your team? And I didn't know this, but at the time she was in her first trimester of being pregnant with her daughter, her first child, and she was also in the final stages of um, writing her first book. So needless to say, life was like kind of crazy, and she was going through some turnover with her team. So she didn't get back to me. I followed up a few times. She likes to say I hired myself, because I did follow (laughs) up a few times, and then I started working with her first just as like... An assistant. So one of my tips for new coaches is like don't be above being an assistant or yeah. being an intern or something. Like you have so much to learn.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Whatever your new career is that you're going into. So I was an assistant. I did some personal stuff and business stuff. And it pretty quickly escalated from there because we just work really well together. And so now I, you know, I've over the years I've I've worked up to working more for her. Now we have other people too that work on our team. Um, and my main role, although it is always shifting, is like <laughs> co-visioner support with all of the writing, you know, press and, and content for the blogs and really where I'm most passionate is working with the programs and working with the clients. Um, we have a number of digital programs and also um, some more one-on-one coaching, high-level coaching programs like Rockstar, mm-hmm. which Alex is in. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very so cool. that's a long way of saying yeah. I I just you hired <laughs> I hired myself reached out and well, just, She's like, definitely done that too yeah I definitely Yeah, yeah I've I think there's women that in that
0: program that aren't just like completely like badass and super I mean, cool. That's the reason
1: why it's called Rockstars. Yeah. yeah. Everyone is, everyone yeah. is
2: amazing. And I was like, wait, you're in a group
0: with other women that are exactly like you. <laughs> I was like,
1: watch out. Watch
0: the walls I just see like everyone in this room, like the walls just like vibrating like X Men, like just all this power coming out of one. Room. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's cool. It's pretty great. I can't wait to meet Robin. I'm I I'm sure she's just incredible. She's great. Yeah. She's great. Very cool. Um if Someone was thinking about starting their own business or making a move. Um, I've done it. She's done it. You've done it. Yeah. Um, we have you here to find out what you uh, what advice you would give someone that Pause. was gonna. Make can a we job.
1: can we go back? You um you kind of already talked about it a little bit, but how long did it take you to make the decision to finally leave oh, your corporate job? Oh, leave. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Hold on one second. Can you ask that question again? Um, this is for mm-hmm. my edit. Um, can you ask that question one more time? Sure. Can.
1: Um. So how long did it take you to make the decision to leave your corporate job? Because you mentioned you were doing school and working at the same time. And then in addition to that, what was the scariest thing oh, yeah. about
2: leaving? Um, this is a great question.
1: Because I-, I think a lot of people, I, I don't know, I, can, I, I feel like we talk about New York all the time on our podcast but it's because we live here and this is what our experience is but I feel like there's so many people that live in New York that Corey always asks this question when we meet someone especially if we meet them and they're like serving or bartending Mm -hmm. or something like what's What's, what's your, side your hustle? What's your side hustle? Mm-hmm. Like, what's your passion project? Because so many people in New York have two things or...
0: I love the bridge job. Mm-hmm. Bridge jobs. I like I, the, that that terminology. Yeah. It's very positive.
1: It yeah. is very positive. <laughs> I like to
0: call it a shit job. <laughs> but I like that. I like that.
1: But it's so true. And I think there, I, that's kind of why we started this podcast is so that we can help people who are in the transition mm-hmm. life. Because I got to the point where I was like, I can't do these bridge jobs anymore because of things that are taking off. So anyway.
2: Yeah. No, that's a great question. And a good one to talk about because a lot of people, especially with social media, just look and think, like I was saying before, like, oh, let's just do, I can just do this and do all the things and I should make it happen immediately. Um, For me, the timing was this. I started IIN in March And it's a year-long program, so I would graduate the following March. In November was that live conference when I was like, and from March to November, I was doing the work. I was working at my corporate job and like kind of like not feeling happy and just like what's my plan in November. So I'd been in the program um, eight months, was almost three quarters of the way through through. That was when I went to that live conference and just had that gut instinct of like, I have to leave. So this is actually a funny thing that I don't, I don't share that often is I quit in December because for many people, many people know this auditor busy season is usually December, January, February. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm just going to quit before the busy season. (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) like do my own thing starting in the new year because that's a great time to work with health coaching clients. Yeah. Well, this I quit. <laughs> I went and I quit and they convinced me to stay through the busy season uh, at like a little bit more reduced role, like some more manageable hours and me being the kind of person that I was also wanting to wanting to leave on good terms yeah. because, you know, at that point I I thought maybe I'll go back and like do some corporate wellness stuff for them. So I stayed Smart. until March and then left in March and March, April was when I like officially launched my business. Okay. And the scariest thing, it's when I was thinking about this, I was like, what was the scariest thing? I wasn't really scared about money because I had savings. I had a lot of savings that I had put aside for this specific purpose. Mm -hmm. I had a you know, when I I did tell my family and they were supportive, which was nice, the scariest thing to me was going and quitting and telling my boss, who I didn't even really like that much. <laughs> like, he was fine, but, like, it wasn't like it was, you know, I've had bosses before that are, like, friends. Right. Yeah. This was, like, the scariest thing was sitting in his office and being, like, I remember, like, kind of shaking and being, like, yeah. I'm leaving. Mainly, I think now looking back is because, well, I was, I was still such a high performer. Everyone knew that I had other things that I was interested in, but like, it wasn't expected for me to quit. It was, I was going to be promoted to manager. I was like the lead, a lead role on my, on one of the biggest jobs in the office and, maybe it's like that fear of like letting people down but yeah. that was yeah. definitely the scariest part yeah well they're well,
0: losing like a real you knew it i mean you knew what they were losing yeah and how integral of a part so yeah that's I think cool let that you know your value and yeah. then you know it was going to be a big blow to the team yeah
1: it probably wasn't that scary because you had such a positive gut reaction of like this is what i need to do and just yeah. you felt so confident in yeah like this was the decision
0: yeah, yeah. that's really cool
2: and I will say because this is something that I like I have liked sharing more recently is like and and I know you two know this is like it's not all rainbows and butterflies and it's <laughs> and and sometimes you know for me, that was like a very clear moment, and things were really great, and really, it's actually been the last year where things have been more challenged, and I think it's because this is really stepping into this is not just something that I'm doing it's like it's not just something I'm doing for a little while or, like, trying out. Like, this is the life that I am choosing mm-hmm. Um and really being in that.
0: Yeah. Instead yeah. of,
2: like, oh, I'm just playing here. Yeah. So. Wow.
0: It's powerful
1: stuff. Yeah. I love that you said choosing. That's something that I've been talking about a lot Um and I say at the end of my yoga classes, um, I say everything in life is a choice and you mm-hmm. choose to make each day as you as you wish, mm-hmm. because I feel like so many, it's so easy to get so down on yourself and feel like the world is against you, but y- you made the choice to be where you are and you have the choice to move out of where you are mm-hmm. if you don't like what you're doing or if you don't like. Which I think scares people. Yeah, because
2: totally. And this is something I see a lot of people in their late 20s early 30s is for all of our lives we have this path of you go to school you go to college you Mm -hmm. get good grades you get a job and like Even more people after that get married, have kids, you know, Mm -hmm. buy a house, have kids. We have this path.
1: Yep, checking it out. And then somewhere
2: (laughs) along the line, like, maybe our path goes a different way or we don't decide or we don't do what society, like, has told us is the right way. And this is different based on your culture. But, like, for the most part, what I just said is kind of like the path. And that's where you really, like, have to face yourself and be like, these are the choices that I'm making. Yeah. This is like this is my choice, and I have to make those choices, and sometimes we we go on autopilot and then we find ourselves in a place we don't necessarily want to be, or it's just scary to be like, this is my choice, this is where I want to be, even if it's different from mm-hmm. where a lot of my peers are. That's why so
0: many people are so angry because they do shit that they hate all day, yeah, and they, they don't have anywhere to like vent that frustration because the only person whose problem it is is it's their own like, yeah you could so many times we'll go to to my hometown and I'll like. See people or, or hang out with people. I'm like, man, I wish I could move to New York. And I'm just like, bro, like there is no behind the curtain. Like you could do it too. <clears throat> yeah, you could do it's. A, you're choosing not to. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a great. It's, it's a fear, great. Yeah. Man.
1: I also like to remind myself that when I'm really stressed or if I feel like. My kind of, I guess, easiest way to say this is like, woe is me. Like, I have to remind myself, Alex, you are making the choice to have your schedule this way, or you are making the choice to live this way. If you don't like it, Fucking change it. She gets on
0: me for that too. Yeah.
1: yeah, she gets on me for that.
0: It's good. It's good to be checked. You have to be like, well, you're right. like, I've, this is my second podcast today. And like yesterday, I was like, I have to do two podcasts and I have to edit two. She's
2: uh. like, oh, well,
0: it was me. I was like, oh, you know what? You're right. I like doing this shit. It's fun. I don't know why I'm yeah, complaining. Yeah. It's fun.
2: It's it's interesting why we what happens. Yeah. It you know especially when you are doing something that is a passion project or you pursue a passion project because mm-hmm. oftentimes if we pursue it in a way that isn't, like, maybe you love cooking, but then you you become a health coach or you become a personal chef and you end up running all over the city cooking for people and you're like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> and for me, I'm, I share this because I loved yoga and was right. running around the city teaching yoga and then coaching clients in between, and I was miserable. I was so stressed out yeah. because I don't love running around the city. I don't yeah. love being, yeah. running around. Like I kind of like being in one place, having more freedom around my schedule. So something that I coach like my, my entrepreneur clients on is get clear on what you like to do, but also like what your passions are, what you want to share with the world, but also get clear with like, how you like to do your work on a daily basis. Yeah. And whether that's working from home or working from an office or a coffee shop, or some people do love running around the city, and they love working mornings and nights and having time in between. <laughs> but that was not me. And I realized that, <laughs> yeah. you know, a year and a half in and was able to shift from there. It's a choice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: I mean, and it can change sometimes. And it can totally like, change. Like, it changes for people. Yeah. Um, that's super, that's, that's great. Great, great, great um no I love that that advice only because like I needed to hear it and it's also like when people put a mirror up in your face it's like kind of uncomfortable I like to lean into it and be like oh man you're right I'm, yeah I'm complaining about something I love doing Thank yeah. you. I'm Sometimes so you just, dumb we
2: need other people <laughs> I'm
0: so dumb yeah I mean that's just yeah you need someone to show you that like yo this you like this yeah what are you talking about it's just like oh <laughs> in my head it's just busy work And we
2: have such a, uh, I'm just going to go into all of this. We just have such a belief system around work. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh, your work. And then when you really take a moment, and that's why it's nice to have space, to reflect on these things, to have people that really, like, Mm. show you, like you said, hold a mirror up to you and reflect back to you, like, call you on your bullshit. Like, no, you actually like to do this. So why are you complaining? Is it something that needs to shift? Or are you just telling yourself that story? Because we all grow up, like, work is not something that's mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's a job. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So
1: I recently took a break. I decided to take, um, you, we all know about it. I don't need to talk about it. I went to the beach. Yeah. <laughs> um, and This is a was...
0: very big break for Alex.
1: <laughs> was it like two days? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: well, I- I love it. I taught on Sunday. It was a very
0: big deal for
2: <laughs> I know. I was so proud of her.
1: <laughs> I Me taught, too. I taught on Sunday. And I had to teach Tuesday night. So I was gone for all of that time. Um, so two nights, three days, kind of. <laughs> it was a big deal. Anyway, one, um, I was journaling on some things, which I also don't do. And um, I kind of was thinking and like processing through some thoughts of, I want to have more creative time for myself. Mm. And then I was thinking about it and I thought, well, a lot of the things you do, Alex, is creative. So if you shift your mindset of oh I have to work on the website for 523 method, mm-hmm. you can use that as your creative time. And if you don't think of it as work or I have to do this, mm-hmm. it does end up being a lot more enjoyable. So I'm trying to change the way I think about the things that I quote unquote have to do. Also because I'm choose I'm choosing to do that. I'm choosing to make this website and you use this different platform so why can't I think of that as that's my creative time
0: I, I also think everything is creative like I think accountants are creative and it's, totally. I think, I think yeah. accounting is art I think finance is art I think um yeah. uh dry cleaning is art everything to oh me my gosh. is yeah. <laughs> well I I look at it because like to watch someone who is super like super good at making a snow cone Or, like, Mm -hmm. folding laundry. Like, it's still, that person has spent 10,000 hours doing that. There's no one on the fucking planet better than folding a shirt than, like, this guy. I don't know. So, I get where you're coming from with, like, the creative thing. But everything is, can be viewed as creative. Yeah. So, it's a good kind of realization.
1: Instead of feeling like, nothing I do is creative and I never have creative time. (laughs) Like, ah.
2: (laughs) Well, it's also because we think, too, it's just, like, the belief system around creativity is that it's this, immense freedom. And while I do think that freedom and space and quiet time and no pressures are fuel for yes. creativity, yeah. if your work is your creativity, usually there's boundaries around that. Yeah.
0: How, how many of your clients, this is a great question. How many of your clients <laughs> believe that creativity has to strike them?
2: I mean, clients, I think just most people. People, yeah. yeah. Creativity, you, yeah. yeah.
0: I don't think, I, I think you got to chase it.
2: You, you do need to create the conditions for creativity to come in. And like sometimes you need to push yourself and like, you know, Robin and I are very honest. Sometimes like when we were working on the book, her second book, it was really just us and it was a lot of work and Sometimes we needed to drink the second cup of coffee and make ourselves like do the extra two hours of work at the end of the night or just do it. And I think that sometimes we need to do that. And then when we can have more space, like recently I, I wrote a blog post on this. I went, I taught yoga at this like retreat that was like mostly a silent retreat. And so no technology, no, not even talking. No, you weren't even supposed to do body language. Yeah, it was intense, but amazing. And I had so many, as soon as I was so resistant because even as a mindful person who loves quiet time and like, you know, thinks that I'm like good at that, when you really take it all away, yeah, the first thing you want to do is reach for your phone or like do, yeah. like do. And I was like just making myself sit. And then as pretty quickly after I just sat, I had all of these downloads, not only just downloads of like... Oh, I want to do this blog post and I want to do this video and this is a project I want to work on and like all of that flowing, but also like those more intuitive hits like this is the direction I want to take my life Mm -hmm. or like these, this is why I'm not happy in that, in that relationship or in that, in that role. Hmm. Yeah. So I think that there's this balance of like, especially when you do do it for your, when it is a more outwardly creative thing for your work is like, yeah, you kind of have to – like you were saying, sometimes you need to make yourself go to the gym. Yeah. And sometimes you need to just create a container yeah. for all of that to flow in. For sure. Yeah.
0: It's good advice.
1: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Man, we're just
0: a bunch of bunch of stuff here today yeah, that's just, just knocking it. out of the park. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Uh, what's the next question we have here? Um –
1: Uh, I mean, I feel like we've kind of talked about this as well, but (laughs) it's like, it's like,
0: she's like, you're probably the most prepared person we've ever had on the
2: podcast. Um, (laughs) I love talking about this stuff. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, you're really
0: good at it. Thanks.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, we've kind of talked about this, but do you have any advice for people who have already left the corporate world or a job that they don't like and they're trying to get their business off the ground or maybe they're in a bridge job and Mm -hmm. are trying to quit the bridge job? Do you have any advice for them?
2: Yeah. Well, one just like we were going back what we said at the beginning is have patience. It can take time. Mm. And recently, I was I was on a coaching call with one of my clients who is practicing doing health coaching, mm-hmm. but she has she still has a waitressing job that's that's mainly right. paying her bills. And she was asking me about like client schedule and like where to get clients and just like what's realistic. It's like to be perfectly honest. Like I have not. I've been doing many things over the last three and a half years, but it's only in the last six months that I've started getting completely like a steady flow of completely, I'd say, random Mm -hmm. clients coming in that want to work with me. Before it was like all like word of mouth and like we're friends of friends and Facebook and. um, so I think that just knowing like have patience, it takes time, whether that's for your clients to come in, for you to build up your your fitness yoga classes, yeah. the following.
1: Yeah.
2: Um and and being around people that remind you of that is helpful. Yeah. And just having a check in and and be like, oh, that person, like, she's been doing this actually for 12 years or 15 years. That's why she's making six figures. <laughs> yeah. And that's why she's like yeah. has, you know five hundred thousand people on, on her YouTube channel. Right, it's like right. it does take time. So I think that just a yeah. a minute with that is for our generation that likes everything right <laughs> now and like yeah. um, oh I I know what I want, like I want it right now. Yeah. So it takes time. And then the other piece that is really helpful, especially if you're just starting out and you're making that you're making that switch. Like maybe everyone from from your childhood and from your school and even from, like, your adult life so far knows you as, like, Emily the CPA. So what I started doing is, even before I had left, is, like, I'm Emily. I'm a health coach, yoga teacher, and this is what I do. And come mm-hmm. up with your little elevator pitch, right, your right, one line, yeah. and yeah. start talking to people about that because yeah. people don't necessarily know. Yeah. You think that – we think that people are paying attention. Like, people are not paying attention. Yeah. Unless you are doing something very risky or very, like – out there and you share a lot like maybe then people are paying attention but but they're still not everyone is focused on themselves so true (laughs) even if they're scrolling on social media and like constantly watching your Instagram stories we're all just in our own experience in our own heads so yeah but the more that you can talk about it not only will that trickle the word out and like maybe then somebody who has a parent that might need help or Mm -hmm. a friend or they have a job that you might like, you know, a, a corporate class. Yeah. So talking about it will help branch that out. It also brings it into reality for you to to experience. Oh, I am a health coach. I help women and men who are going through transitions in their lives get really clear on where they want to go and support them mm-hmm. to make it there. So
0: funny. I've I've done a lot of video work for people who are coaches, uh, Devin Bannison, Jason Goldberg, and and Tyler Whitman, and like some of these people who are like high performers and they like every time i go to one of those and they like are like talking about all these just like i just felt like i learned so much but like i just go (laughs) to these people and i'm like i'm just there to film it Mm -hmm. but i'm like i learned so much today yeah (laughs) that's how i feel right now this is amazing
2: oh cool (laughs) (laughs) but i i yeah i love these questions and i love that we're having this conversation because it's this is the stuff that you might get from a mentorship you might get from a coach That is not necessarily. Yes, there are a few podcasts out there and a few blogs where people are sharing this, but more so, people are—they're not because it's a new territory, especially mm-hmm. with social media and the internet mm-hmm. and the rise of like the entrepreneur, yeah, or the everyday entrepreneur, yeah. So that, and then the last, the other piece is I did mention this before too, is like get a mentor or hire a coach. Yeah, that was what I was going to ask you next. Get time. a mentor, hire a coach. Yeah, I work with a lot of different people that are some of them are healers some of them are coaches therapists i work with a lot and when i invest in myself not only am i better able to show up for my clients but i get something out of all of those conversations right right very cool yeah
0: uh yeah couldn't couldn't uh (laughs) wrap that up any better
2: (laughs) Um, so you should, we're you should kinda... be running this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right
0: second.
2: And yeah. next week, <laughs> yes. Alex, Corey, and Emily, husband, wife, and friends. I
0: love that. I love that. Very cool. Uh, I think it's a rapid fire round. Yep. Yeah. Cool. So
1: rapid fire questions. Like first thing that comes to mind. Um, okay. Are these
0: one word answers or like, can she? No, you can, you can expand. Oh, okay. a little I
1: don't quick, know but... how to do one word. <laughs>
2: <All right. laughs> um, what is your favorite junk food? Ooh. Favorite junk food? Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm like, <laughs> I don't really like junk food.
1: My healthy banana bread with the no, chips it's it's, I'm, just
2: it's I'm I'm weird like that. Like Robin always talks about how she likes junky food. I don't, but I love. I have a huge sweet tooth. I love chocolate and any sort of healthy baked good, mm. like a yeah. banana bread or a muffin. Or yeah. you do like your a, baked gooey, goods. a gooey brownie. Being yeah.
0: addicted to how you feel after you eat something isn't a bad thing. No, right. I can be like no the same same thing as wanting junk food. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. You want to feel a certain way. I yeah. want to feel disgusting after I Talk about it's still,
2: a, d- a, d- it's still a dessert. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like yeah. you know, it's not like yeah, broccoli. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. hey, my favorite junk food is kale.
0: <laughs> um, cool.
2: Um, well, kind
1: of on that note, what's your favorite healthy snack? <laughs> healthy snack. So when you're not reaching for the baked goods. But you're like, I want something that's clean. Or I guess it could be your go-to snack because the things you snack on are healthy.
2: Yeah. So I used to do a lot more snacking in the corporate world because it got me through my day job. Mm -hmm. Now I try and do a little bit less, but I like to snack on raw vegetables like in the summer and it's warmer, Mm -hmm. cooked vegetables like leftover roasted vegetables, vegetables and also, really into bone broth as a snack right now. Bone broth yeah, is so gut healing, and if I feel like I need like a little boost of energy, it's just it's so comforting. It's so nourishing. Like you drink a mug of it, and you're like, oh, I feel great. I have a place it- you
0: need to go. Do you eat ramen? Are you a ramen yeah. person? Right, I got I got a okay, place where you to go. Rack. Yeah,
1: for sure. Yeah. Um, do you, but you drink it warm, and you don't, yeah. it doesn't doesn't bother you that it's warm and it's so hot out because I feel I like in the summer I mostly drink
2: hot hot i love hot beverages i also mm. love cold beverages like smoothies i love all beverages Me too. beverage person yeah. <laughs> um, i was skating
0: around brooklyn the other day i had a topo chico i had an iced coffee i had a lemon lime spritzer a kombucha oh and a uh and a six pack of beer for the office i'm a big at any guy. one time i'll at least have yeah. two,
2: i'll have like a tea a kombucha or, or yeah. seltzer and water and like at the always desk. like always, always. multiple beverages. was your were your
0: parents like that a good question My mom always had a teapot or a coffee mug I or think always so. something, and she'd just be like, "Here, you you need to drink this. Yeah, drink this. Drink this." And his, his, his
1: mom was the OG hippie. She was the OG? <laughs> yeah. She was the. She OG, did yoga twenty years
0: before. Was people thought my mom worshipped people. Satan?
1: And they she, thought I was yeah. from a very conservative and town. And she like didn't give her kids medicine. She is all about the natural remedy. She wouldn't let me be
0: state tested. Yeah. Instead of like cool. putting me on ADD med, she like put me in like all of the sports. She's like, he's a boy. Boy should be exercising. Yeah. She put me in like all of the sports. Yeah. My mom was, a, I can't wait to have her on because she was a fucking hippie. Yeah. I was a big time hippie. Yeah. All right. Next rapid fire question. And uh, I get, I'm glad I get to ask this one. I'm going to skip over a few because I was going to say that. What was the last TV show or movie or, what show that you binged?
2: Show that I binged. Grey's Anatomy. I'm like a decade late to the party.
0: (laughs) Wait, did you binge it over the course of the last decade? Because that's how fucking Mario would take to binge that stupid fucking show. No, (laughs) I'm just kidding. My brother loves it. I've
1: never seen it. I've never seen it either. I didn't
2: really, I didn't think that I got into it back in the day like i've never been someone to watch a show like yeah. to consistently yeah. watch something just cuz i'm like i don't have time to like put torn, that in my torn. weekly <laughs> schedule like well. but um it's such then a with show, the though. invention of netflix and like you can watch anything at any time that's i've gotten into the binging um i was like what's a show that i should watch and i had done game of thrones which Probst amazing to you. i haven't done that i'm not done with amazing. it
0: so i'm on like season 7 uh,
2: Daenerys targaryen is like my spirit animal um <laughs> okay don't know who that is she's the mother of dragons oh, i'll show you a yeah. picture i also yes, used I to know who that is like actually. last year my hair when my hair was blonde i was like channeling her <laughs> um she's badass
0: that's all yeah she is badass
2: but then i was like oh i'll watch Grey's anatomy like that's a good one it's really popular there's tons of episodes i won't like end because nothing is worse than like ending they're like what do i
1: do <laughs> yeah
2: but I stopped that about mm, two months ago because it was getting too emotional. I'm a very, I'm a highly sensitive person, HSP, empath, whatever people want to call it. I like I'm, empath. What we'll is that? I'm, That's I'm very. Oh, we can very talk cool. about that. I'm very sensitive. So I would like watch. You know, Grey's is like great when everyone's in love and like they they figure out the cure. And then an episode like people will die and like Meredith and Derek will break up and I just couldn't handle it. So I was like, this is not good. For your emotional health, you need to stop. So. Have you him. ever
1: watched The Office? No. Okay, start binging that because nothing really bad happens. <laughs> Corey,
2: Corey loves that show. <laughs> he, he watches.
1: Leaving. He watches an epi- at least an episode a day.
2: Every day, people yeah. love The Office. I've also it's been told so to watch Younger. Um, I've never seen Younger, but, but yeah. right now I'm trying to. Um, read more books. I really love books. That's I'm right. a nerd. Like I loved books when I was There's a kid. There's nothing
0: so. nerdy about but reading. But if you it's felt like awesome. you
1: needed to watch a show, nothing sad really ever happens on The Office. Okay, that's good to know. Yeah. Um, yeah no sad days. <laughs> no, no bad days. Um, and yeah, they're short episodes so They go by quick. Um, next is, what's your favorite athletic brand?
2: Hmm. I love me some Lululemon. It's quality stuff and if you didn't know this, if you ever get a tear or something breaks in your Lululemon gear, you can take it back. They will repair it for free. It is great customer service and also they're just a good community, so obviously Lululemon. And recently into Outdoor Voices, which is like kind of taking over the the yeah. fitness scene. Their stuff is really great. It looks more like I feel like it looks like it's like cottony and pastel and very feminine and, and more fashionable mm-hmm. like you can wear it like yoga to brunch but it is technical too so yeah. i love their stuff i think that's that's kind of my brands cool yeah yeah all right um, bum,
1: bum, bum. what is your favorite app
2: i mean instagram <laughs> although it's like a love hate relationship yeah. and like all okay so i spend too much time on this me
0: too me too uh if you could have a conversation with anyone dead or alive Ooh. or if you wanted to do like two or three people like two <laughs> dead one alive one dead two alive all dead yeah. all alive <laughs> i think there's one more but i don't know
2: anyone you know i could say someone like a great philosopher a political person or just you like you don't have to no because i'm not going to i would actually <laughs> say my grandfather i never Aww. really got to know Aww. him and he he died when i was one so like but I have always just felt really connected to him, and just have heard how awesome of a person he was. Yeah. Um, and fun woo woo side note: mm-hmm. I had an or- I have worked with an oracle a few times. She's really cool, and she has like told me that his like he's like <coughs> around me or like with me or whatever. So I'm like I love cool, that. like. All right. I
0: have so many questions about that, yeah, and we'll- you did this literally at the end of the episode. How <laughs> dare you, Emily? Now I have to have you on again well, we'll come on just again. to talk about this or we'll freaking oracle. <laughs> oh man! All right. No, that's really cool. Yeah. I-, I would love to hear more about that. May- Perhaps on episode two.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um. Last rapid fire question: What is your dream vacation? If you could go anywhere.
2: For real vacation i love my family's house in maine maine is beautiful in the summer um there are a lot of mosquitoes but it's my happy place any beach really where yeah. i can just chill like i don't need to do a lot but i do like less like vacation and more like adventure i love to travel i love going to new cities and like bopping around maybe working in coffee shops or not and just so exploring cool. yeah I was recently in Montreal amazing love so, montreal so I much want good to food go so yeah and it's just fun being in another place and I, yeah. I posted this on instagram but there is something about travel that just like awakens creativity in you mm-hmm. it like sparks it gets you present whereas yeah. so many yeah. t- and you come back to wherever you are and you're like oh cool i didn't notice these things here
0: very cool yeah, lo- yeah. love me montreal i have a lo- I love Canada. Um, it was my
2: first time. I was like, oh dude, my gosh, Canada is amazing. Uh, Why have I not been here before? Canada
0: is, I think it's the most beautiful, one of the most beautiful places on earth. BC to uh, Peterborough. is just, I love it. Yeah, I want to go so great.
2: visit more.
0: I spent a lot of time there as a, as a young teenager. My parents Ooh. would just like send me to hockey camps in these like beautiful, like just Hashtag gorgeous. Blessed. Yeah, For real. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> no, I know it. But um, I'm glad I'm glad you're shouting out Canada, because it's so awesome. Um, all right, let's move on to um, what was the funniest thing that happened to you this week? Would anyone like to go first?
1: <laughs> I, I know what you
0: have go to first. say Alex.
1: Well, I didn't. That's why I tried to ask you earlier what you were gonna say because I didn't want it to be the same thing.
0: I mean,
2: you guys, one, two, three, say it. What? Say? <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Okay, all right. I'm to, you're about to get really loud. I'm gonna just go for it. One, One two, two, three. three. Tyler, Tyler saying the thing saying that looked like he was sucking a dick. <laughs>
1: uh, so I recorded. Uh, we recorded some promo for um, 523 Method, which is an online workout video yeah. I'm doing with my friend. And <laughs> we were Alex talking asked about
0: Tyler. What his favorite food was. And yeah, he was like,
1: and he was like, or I, he, I asked him what, what's your cheat meal, and he said. A big old chicken parmesan parmesan sandwich. And he went like this.
0: He was like this. He was like... <laughs> yes. he did,
1: yeah, he did that action. and. Um, you
0: thought that was very funny. I just
1: I think seeing it profile for some reason <laughs> and not expecting <laughs> him to do that. And I also was very sleep deprived. So I think everything is more no. funny when you're sleep deprived. Yeah. I, I turned my maturity level went down to about a 12 year old when were, that happened i think
0: you were younger than that but yeah
1: oh my gosh i totally and lost open. it
0: <laughs> anytime her nostrils flare open i always think <laughs> is like i'm like oh you're hurting you're not laughing you're in pain i
1: also cry when i laugh yeah. really hard so yeah. yeah it was just a mess
0: i don't know i got i mean yeah. that i mean that was really funny
1: i what i thought what i thought you were gonna say was <laughs> <laughs> <Good> I <night. laughs>
0: My whole goal in life is to make her. Dude, it's so funny. When I, <laughs> when I... you can do when it. I
2: washed the taco. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. my god.
0: So we have a. I, I wish mean, there was video right oh now because so everyone's yeah, just like she's... hearing
2: cackling like, a lot for. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, those her nose does this thing, but yeah. So Alex is very like, <laughs> conserving. And I don't you know, like wasting anything. she doesn't like wasting anything. Now, <laughs> here, here also,
2: she where this is going.
0: <laughs> a motherfucking germaphobe, like to the T. Something. Th- some things I am very
1: germophobic about.
0: So we're like casually having dinner. She <laughs> casually having dinner, making tacos. I think we had tacos like two nights in a row because we were just yeah. like so tired and had nothing in the refrigerator. And she dropped a taco on the floor and like without even like not even fucking around, like not even thinking about it, just picks the taco up. Walks over to the sink, turns the sink on, starts wa- washing the taco, starts washing the taco, and I'm like sitting there. I'm just like this. I like I had a beer. In my head. I have
1: to defend myself. And I was like, I and I was like, and I was like, I was like
0: that's a new one. <laughs> Mind telling me what the fuck you're doing over there, Mrs. Shepard? You you just put a taco under the water. Doesn't have a fucking snorkel so I that was pretty funny you're right cooking, thank you for reminding me I was a little tipsy when, yeah.
1: <laughs> when I'm cooking and I drop like a carrot on the ground I will just pick it up and wash yeah. it off and then keep going and I think I just went into that instinct of like I'll just wipe and wash it off real fast
0: it was great that was great
1: but then i the second I did it, it was a bean taco, and it's just beans folded and like mashed beans, so gives you a texture um, idea. You but the second I taco. yeah, the second I did it, I was like, oh, the milk was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> this was a bad decision. Why did I do this? Oh um, man. Anyway, it was, great. was
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Okay, so
2: that was ours, I guess. <laughs> My funny moment's not gonna compare. But That's I was okay. like, what funny thing happened? I do remember laughing a lot, but I think it was just. I was in in Canada and with, you know, two gals who were like in the wellness world and we had, we were working some of that day and Mm -hmm. had had a long day and then we just started talking about, we were like complaining about some stuff. (laughs) And then there was a moment where we just all looked at each other and we just started Dying laughing <laughs> because we were like, What are we complaining about? <laughs> like, oh my gosh, like these natural organic things are getting stuck in my bathtub. It was just like, so <laughs> It's like, <laughs> that's, that's bullshit. Like, <laughs> my
0: bath bomb totally clogged my seat. Yeah, we, we,
2: but it was funny because we all like looked at each other and just started
0: like Dying. first and then row we problems yeah, oh my god so funny. No, I love yeah, when I'm like, you know everyone's
2: problems are problems but <laughs> it was just funny because we were in such like that catty mode of like but clint complaining about like very hashtag woke mindful things and then we were just like who are we kidding
0: i walked into work the other day and i told my business partner nathan i was like i was like oh cafe kava has bamboo straws and he went like he was like he took his headphones off he was like that's the most brooklyn thing i've ever heard come out of your mouth (laughs) it's just funny when you're like oh this thing is yeah Yeah, it's great that's amazing (laughs) thank you for sharing that's awesome um um, most embarrassing thing I, i don't i'm never good at these oh choice. I know it's I it's stupid or embarrassing okay. you lots I do lots of stupid shit I do lots of stupid shit um no I she was sitting on the couch the other day and this is stupid and embarrassing because I should have known she was going to capture it but like I was like getting out of bed and I just like
2: oh I saw that yeah oh yeah, my god so, it was so funny
0: so I was just like kind of like <laughs> noodled out of bed and she got the whole thing and then I like looked up and I was like was that a video and she's like yeah and I went oh my god and I like just covered my head in shame
1: oh uh, gosh that was really funny yeah that was the most
0: embarrassing <laughs> slash funny thing
1: uh, um i think what was most it wasn't super embarrassing but we were at the beach and there were a couple of times where we were in the water and we noticed trash and mm-hmm. since he has swim trunks with shorts in it i would hand it to him like you put this in pocket and then we'll throw it away later and um about the third piece of trash i was like oh do you still have the other piece and he said, "Yeah." And I go, "Oh, cause I." And he rolled his eyes and he goes, "You want to take a picture of it?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. "Oh, I mean, yeah, I do, but."
0: Uh, I, I, I support that. I know. I mean, you know what? In that moment, I felt bad because I I should be happy that she's like bringing awareness, like pulling trash out of the fucking ocean. It's like really important. If I was like,
2: like, "Be in reality." Like be I know. In its own reality, and that's kind of it. Was I'm saying because I noticed this a lot about yeah. myself too. Yeah. Like, oh, let me take a picture of like. This amazing tomato I'm going to get, like, just appreciate the tomato. Yeah. You know, there's a balance. Yeah. There's a balance.
0: Yeah, totally.
2: So that's why. Probably shouldn't pull your phone out at the beach in the water. Yeah. Yeah. To take a picture of trash. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Whatever.
0: Uh, Who would like to go next? I mean, there's
2: only one other person. (laughs) Well, it's funny because when you, you, I saw this question and (laughs) I was like really thinking about it. I was like, what is something embarrassing or stupid that's happened to me? And I couldn't think of anything. And to me, what that said, I was like, why can't I think of anything? Like, I'm not I'm hashtag recovering per- perfectionist. I've said hashtag a lot, but like, <laughs> recovering perfectionist. But I'm like, I'm not perfect. I do plenty of stuff that's that's. Silly. It is hard to think about. But I realized, I was like, I, do, I don't take enough risks. And that is something that one of my yoga teachers has told me. She's like, you need to take more risks. That's what you need to do right now. And and so that popped up for me. So I don't have anything funny or embarrassing.
0: I get that.
2: But I need to take some more risks. So if anybody has some risks, (laughs) (laughs) DM me. Yeah.
0: One more thing before we kind of wrap it up. Uh, Are you working on anything fun? Anything cool coming up for you? Um, Business wise, health wise, yoga wise?
2: Yeah, you know, I, what am I working on? I'm just taking on some more um, one-on-one clients, which is super fun. And I'm really enjoying everyone that I'm working with and just doing that and continuing to just be open. I'm I'm trying to take the summer or take the summer as like more self time. Good for you. But um, yeah, so (laughs) I have some, I I do one-on-one coaching. I have open spots at any one time, usually one or two. Um, So, yeah, if you're interested, if anyone listening is interested, they can... Where can can, they find you? They can find me on Instagram, at Emily Nahazel. You'll probably put a link somewhere, because Uh if you can spell Nahazel right, just by hearing this... Can you uh, just spell it (laughs) out for people? (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, smart. Uh, It's Emily, E-M-I-L-Y, and then my last name, Nahazel, N as in Nancy, A-C-H-A-Z-E-L. So, that's me. You can find me on Instagram, also my website emilynahassel.com and that's it
0: very cool great emily thank you so much for coming yeah. thanks for having me yeah
1: so fun so fun <laughs> uh, you can find husband and wife talk on instagram at husband and wife talk you can find me dancing ginger alex or my website dancing ginger.com
0: you can find me uh, and the Halleloo Creative at H-A-L-L-E-L-O-O Creative or Halleloo.com. Perfect. All right. Great. That's it for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Oh, Emily, Wednesday. thank you. I'm feeling conversation, it's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T., you can phone me, girl, you know me only Tone. I know somewhere quiet we can go